0: The U.S. national debt hits $33 trillion for the first time ever. And to be frank, this is kind of scary because it's like the dollar is getting to the point where it's kind of like on like iffy ground, right? Because like you can't constantly keep printing money like this and expect like nothing to happen. Like, the only reason why our money is basically worth anything is because we basically back it up with pretty much war, right? That's the only reason why our money is basically worth anything at all. But this is also why if you are someone who is trying to improve their finances... You need to focus on making more money, but using the excess money to buy assets that beat inflation, because inflation is just going to keep on going up and up and up. Your like purchasing power is going to go down and down and down over like forever, basically, right? I think pretty much. I think over a hundred years the US dollar has lost like 99% of its purchasing power. So it's just something to keep in mind. It's like, if you're just leaving money in the bank account, you're not really making that much money. Now, right now, you might be making about like 4.5% depending on the savings account. But what people need to understand, okay, is four point five percent before taxes, right? And that still doesn't even beat inflation because the true inflation number is probably close to like nine, ten percent. If you were to like really really factor everything in and not, you know, trust the government, which you shouldn't trust the government. So really it'd be better for people to put their money into real estate put their money into stocks typically maybe like an index fund like the S&P 500 so at the bare minimum you are at least beating inflation and not to mention like if your like long term goal is to like eventually retire putting like a few hundred dollars per month when you're like 18 19 20 like about 3 to 500 dollars per month basically like 300 bucks per month, you will retire a millionaire. Like, that is almost guaranteed. So let's check this out. America's national debt soared past the $33 trillion mark for the first time ever, according to the Treasury Department, even as the Biden administration and the GOP-led House are on a collision course that may prompt the first government shutdown in nearly four years. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is at loggerheads with members of his caucus who are demanding steep spending cuts and crackdowns on illegal immigration in return for their support for a short-term spending measure that would keep the federal government operating. And I'm not going to lie, I think it would be kind of funny if the federal government just stopped working. According to Treasury Department data, the federal government has spent nearly a quarter of its budget 23% on Social Security, in fiscal year 2023, do you realize how crazy that is that 23% of their budget has already been spent and is only on Social Security? Healthcare swallows up 15% of federal spending, while National Defense, Medicare, and Income Security each take up 13% of Uncle Sam's expenditures, according to the Treasury Department. In fiscal year 2022... The federal government spent six point two seven trillion, which represents one fourth of gross domestic product, twenty five point zero two trillion. In the last one hundred years, the US national debt has ballooned from four hundred and eight billion dollars in nineteen twenty two to thirty three trillion dollars in the present day. And just four decades ago, the total stood at nine hundred and seven trillion billion dollars. Which like this is so like messed up when you think about it that 907 billion dollars looks like a small number, okay? But to keep it into perspective, I believe 1 billion is a thousand million. <laughs> so that's 907,000 million dollars. <laughs> and that was four decades ago. The increase in debt over the last 20 years was overwhelmingly driven by the trillion spent on Republican tax cuts skewed to the wealthy and big corporations, the White House said in a statement to the Post. But I mean, like, you can't blame only the Republicans. You have to blame the Democrats as well. And Biden keeps on spending more and more money. Like, he's not stopping. Congressional Republicans want to double down on trickle down by extending President Trump's tax cuts and repealing President Biden's corporate tax reforms. President Biden has a plan to reverse course, cutting deficits by $2.5 trillion, by asking the wealthy and big corporations to pay their fair share and cutting subsidies to Big Pharma and Big Oil, a White House spokesperson told the Post. The thing that people don't understand, people who make over like $400,000 pay the majority of taxes in the United States. That being said, when you get to a certain income level, right, you start hiring really good accountants, really good tax lawyers to really allow you to work the tax system in your favor. There are many people who are making potentially like seven, eight, nine figures a year that are able to pretty much pay almost no taxes depending on how they set it up, right? So like for example, let's say that you are an owner of a public company and so you get paid out in stock but you don't actually pay taxes on that stock because you don't sell that stock. But what you could do, like so for example, let's say that you were to get paid like $10 million worth of stock, right, in a year, right? that's not really viewed as income but depending on like the state depending on the rules maybe you got to sell some of the stock to pay for taxes it kind of like varies but let's just say that you own 10 million dollars of stock right to keep it simple you could set it up to where you don't make any income from your company for the year but you could take a loan on the shares of stock of the company that you own, right? So for example, let's say that you own $10 million of stock of a company that you own. You take a loan on that so you're not going to get the full $10 million, but maybe you could easily get like half that so like $5 million on that as a loan. So you don't have any income but you got access to $5 million cash that you could pretty much use to whatever you want to do. So you could use that money to live off, you could use that money to go buy a home, you could use that money to go invest into another company and show on IRS tax forms that you have no income because you don't have any income, you just got debt. So there are ways to kind of like work the system, legally speaking, especially if you got a good accountant, especially if you got a good tax lawyer, to where you could basically have it to where... You don't need to pay taxes, right? And like a lot of these like billionaires, like Mark Zuckerberg, etc., where they like say that they're going to like donate all their money to like their foundations. It's basically a tax write-off to an organization that they own 100%. So even that situation is just, uh, this whole thing is just crazy. Like they tried to like increase like the capture of taxes on the, super rich, but the super rich pay for lobbyists to basically allow them to use the tax system in a way, or allow loopholes within the tax system that they get access to. So it's like, you're not going to get the money that you think that you're going to get. Like, the best way to get taxes is to have a flat tax rate for everyone with zero loopholes so people can't do what i described where you could just take loans on your stock etc like if you make it where like if you're like a ceo or owner of a company and you got to pay yourself a salary and you force that and then you get that 10% tax okay you know but i don't know the government's just dumb basically let's see let's see da, da, da. he won't let congressional republicans use the debt left by their own tax policies as an excuse to cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. The thing is, Republicans wouldn't cut any of those anyways because they're too afraid, because a lot of their voters are older, and a lot of them rely on Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. So they're never going to cut that. Like, no political party is going to cut that. Let's see... Early this summer, administration officials were taken aback when Fitch ratings downgraded the U.S. government's credit rating. Fitch cited rising debt at the federal, state, and local levels, a steady deterioration in standards of governance over the past two decades. The rating was cut one notch to AA plus from AAA, the highest possible rating, and the new rating is still well into investment grade. Fitch said worsening political divisions around spending and tax policy was a key reason. For its decision, It said U.S. governance has declined relative to other highly rated countries, and it noted repeated debt limit standoffs in last-minute resolutions. It's only the second time in the nation's history that its credit rating has been cut, and in 2011, the ratings agency Standard & Poor's stripped the U.S. of its prize AAA rating after a prolonged fight over the government's borrowing limit. The Government Accountability Office in a 2012 report estimated that the 2011 budget standoff raised Treasury's borrowing costs by $1.3 billion that year. But isn't that so funny? Like, again, like $1.3 billion, like 1.3 billion. That literally looks like nothing compared to trillions of dollars. So at the same time, the huge size of the U.S. economy and historic stability of the federal government has kept its borrowing costs low, Global investors often flock to Treasury securities during periods of economic turmoil, lowering the interest rate paid by the U.S. government. Any interesting comments? The larger this debt grows, the more painful the collapse will be. The coming collapse will make the Great Depression of the 1930s look like boom times. Like The thing that really worries me about this massive increase in debt is that one of the only ways... Like One of the major ways that the U.S. has uh, compounded huge levels of debt, or like very hard financial times, is uh, through war. They tend to go through war to make a crazy amount of money. So that is kind of a scary situation, especially where we might be headed with Russia and Ukraine. So that's going to be uh, interesting. No matter what side of the aisle you're on, there's no debating that the current situation is atrocious and is not getting better. I agree. Financial aid to non-citizens must stop. It's time for someone to take the reins and stop the wasteful spending. Social Security should never have been added to the general operating budget. Privatization is the best way to protect hardworking Americans and their Social Security benefit. Everyone should be angry that our future benefits have been slashed because of their frivolous incompetence. They should start by looking at the 436 government agencies. We don't need all of them, and redundancy of government jobs needs to stop. Over 25 million people working in government agencies, folks. Enough is enough. That's kind of crazy because I think the population of the United States is like 330. That's kind of like crazy that 25 million people work in the government. The thing is, right, that the United States government could be actually in a decent place financially if we just didn't spend more than what we made. If we didn't spend more than what was generated in terms of like GDP, we would be okay. But no, we can't do that. We just got to have endless amounts of spending to the point where we just lose billions and billions of dollars. Like, they just lost, like, billions of dollars in the Ukraine, like, funding. Just, like, accidentally, oh my god, I tripped and fell and lost, like, five billion dollars. Whoa! Like, it's just completely dumb. But feel free to give your thoughts. But this is why, if you're just a normal person, you shouldn't keep, your money just in a savings account unless you have like a specific goal for like, you know, get like down payment for a house or something like that. If you're not in that type of situation, you should really put money towards like buying assets that will beat inflation and have like a compounding interest effect to where over the next few decades, as long as the country doesn't go to crap, completely to crap, like this solves, right? You could retire financially speaking, okay.